0: You are listening to the Savvy Painter Podcast, episode number 295. Hello, friend. Welcome to the Savvy Painter Podcast. Just out of curiosity, how many of you were able to come to Growth Studio Week? Last week, I had so much fun creating Growth Studio Week and teaching all the classes that I taught for everybody. And it was just so cool to be able to see everyone's faces there live. We had so many artists in attendance. Like I think a couple days we even shut down the Zoom room. So super, super fun. We talked about creative confidence. We talked about trusting your voice. We talked about money and we talked about perfectionism. And then I got to see several people's work and it was really, really amazing. So if you missed it, I'm not sure when I'll be doing it again, but I would love to invite you to join Growth Studio because that is exactly what we do in Growth Studio every single week. I had an amazing week last week meeting so many of you at Growth Studio week. It was so much fun. And we got to talk about all these different topics, about mindset of artists we talked about creative confidence we talked about trusting your voice we talked about money the big taboo subject that was so much fun and we also talked about perfectionism and then we wrapped it all up by several artists volunteered to have their work critiqued so we got to take a look at lots of different people's work and I was able to give some feedback on that and it was just like i think it was an amazing experience it was an incredible experience for me to be able to see and meet so many of you. And from the feedback that I've gotten, a lot of you got a lot out of it as well. So if you were there, thank you so much for coming. If you were not able to attend, sorry, I'm not sure when I'll be doing it again. But we do this type of work every single week in Growth Studio. We meet twice, sometimes three times a week. I coach you on whatever mindset issues are coming up. We have weekly critiques, and I give lessons just like I did in Growth Studio Week. So for those of you who were able to attend, you got a really good picture of what it is that we do inside of Growth Studio on a monthly basis. So if you've been wondering, should I join Growth Studio? The answer is yes, of course you should. And whenever you're ready, just go to SavvyPainter.com forward slash join. We would love to have you. It is an amazing place to be, and it is very transformational. And if you want to know when you should join, the right time is now. I don't know why you would wait. Seriously. So today, I want to share with you one of the best feelings in the world, the feeling of proud. It is an amazing feeling, and I love to feel proud of myself. So I'm practicing feeling it more often. It is an emotion that I have been making a very conscious effort to create in my life. And it doesn't come naturally. Feeling proud is something that we are taught not to do because pride is one of the seven deadly sins after all. And according to my Nana, you don't want to get too big for your britches. But I think in an effort not to be prideful, which is really code for arrogance, we've thrown out a very healthy and useful emotion, especially when it comes to our art. We have demonized an emotion that makes us want to acknowledge a job well done. We actively deny ourselves an opportunity to notice and feel good about something we have created. So in an effort to be quote unquote good, We dismiss the good things that we do, and we dismiss the good ideas that we have. And I think not acknowledging what we do well enables us to buy into the idea that what we do is not good enough. I mean, imagine working for someone who, no matter how well you do, does not acknowledge it. It would probably throw you off a little bit. It might make you wonder if you're doing anything right. Maybe you'd start questioning the value of what you do, or maybe you know that you're doing well at your job and you feel resentful that your hard work is never noticed. Doesn't matter how well you do or what amazing results you create, it just doesn't seem to register with your boss. They just walk on by, tell you what they think you could be doing better, and completely ignore what it is that you are doing well. That sucks. I don't know about you, but I would not want to stay at that job. And that's what we do to ourselves all the time in our own studios, our dream job. We're being the worst boss ever to ourselves. Sometimes it doesn't make sense, but then it kind of does make sense. Anyway, it's been a minute since I've mentioned my dogs. So I'm going to talk about my dogs for a second, but I promise this comes back around. So I just started working with a new dog trainer. For those two people who are listening in the audience who have never heard me talk about my dogs and how much I absolutely adore them, I have two German Shepherds. They're three years old now, and sometimes they're a handful. So I'm working with an obedience trainer because I want to be able to take them with me when I go out painting and have them like behave and just chill with me while I paint. That's sort of like my dream with them right now. So anyway, I've been working with them on things like loose leash training and not reacting to other dogs. They get a little bit upset when they see other animals. So when we're training, when they do anything in the ballpark of what I want them to do, they get acknowledgement. They get a word, a treat, a pet, sometimes all three. And at the end of our training session, because we do this three times a day, it's crazy. Three times a day, I take them out and we do this. At the end of our training session, they get showered with praise and we play for a little bit. So our training sessions are hard work for them because they're learning new behaviors and they have to focus and they have to do things that they're not used to doing. And some of the things that I'm asking them to do is a little bit contrary to their natural inclinations or the habits that they have developed. So because of that, Because they're learning new behaviors and they have to focus so hard, it's really important for them to know when they are doing a good job, and it's really important for them to be rewarded. Otherwise, they wouldn't want to do it. It would just be too frustrating. So at the end of our training sessions, they get massive, massive rewards, and they have loads of fun afterwards. Even though it's hard, they love to train. And they're making massive progress very, very quickly because to them, it's really fun and they get highly rewarded for it. Now, if I didn't acknowledge what they do right, A, they'd be really confused. or like, what are we doing here? And it would also be pretty frustrating for them. They're working really hard to do something and they get zero acknowledgement and they get ignored. They wouldn't want to do it. Same, same with us. What we celebrate, we integrate. When you allow yourself to feel proud, you allow yourself that little dopamine hit of accomplishment. You are telling your brain, yes, this is something worthwhile, and I would like to do more of that, please. Last week in Growth Studio Week, a lot of artists said that they wanted to be more consistent in their practice. One thing that I know helps with that is being a good boss to yourself. Nobody wants to go into a place day in and day out where their efforts are not only not acknowledged, but their progress is diminished and often demeaned. So stop ignoring the things that you do well. Allow yourself to be proud of it. Stop saying that the things that you do well don't matter because of the long list of things you think you don't do well. You can still improve and be proud of yourself. And look, there probably are a lot of things that you can do better. You probably can do better in how you make your art. You probably can do better in how you show it, how you talk about it, how you sell it, all of those things. That might be true, but you're still doing a lot of things right. And those things deserve your acknowledgement. Be proud of them. Acknowledging what you are doing right does not make that long list of things that you could do better go away. They're all still there. We're not like playing, pretending like they don't exist, but you can create an environment for yourself where working towards them, working towards improving them, is actually fun. When your progress is recognized and applauded, you feel better. And so you do more of that. You can feel proud of. All of the things that you do well. And that pride will encourage you to do better at the other things that you want to improve. So, feeling proud of what you do will not make you lazy. I think a lot of people think that. They think if I allow myself to feel proud about where I am with my art, then I'm just going to start working. I'm just going to stop working. (laughs) I mean, that doesn't make any sense. And I think that's arrogance at work there, when you think that you don't need to do anything and you like you don't need to push yourself, you don't need to drive, you think you've already arrived. I think that's kind of arrogance, not pride. I think that's very, very different. Another thing that artists told me that they want is to feel motivated. So allowing yourself to feel proud of yourself for what you have created for yourself and for what you will create is highly motivating. I think allowing yourself to feel proud is your own reward for the courage that it takes to show up and do the work. You tried something new, you said something daring, you took risks in your work, reward that by allowing yourself to feel proud about it. When you tell yourself that you don't deserve to feel proud of the work you do, it discourages you from doing more. When my dogs show unwanted behavior, like jumping up on me when I walk in the door, I ignore them. I don't even acknowledge that they're there. I just walk right by them like they don't even exist. A few minutes later, when they're calmly sitting down, I totally praise them. When I ignore or don't give them acknowledgement, that discourages the behavior. But when I praise and reward them, it motivates them to repeat the behavior and that gets them more reward and praise. Our primitive brain shares these same characteristics. We love to be rewarded. We like praise. When we receive that, we continue the behavior that gets us that. You motivate yourself to be consistent by rewarding yourself for being consistent. When you take pride in your work, when you allow yourself to feel proud about the things that you do well, you encourage more of that. Focusing negative attention on everything that is wrong with your work or with your marketing or with your sales process doesn't motivate you to do better at it. It just discourages you from trying. During Growth Studio Week, I gave a class on trusting your own voice, and I talked about listening to that higher, wiser voice that you have and purposely tuning into it and turning up the volume on it. Allowing yourself to feel pride in your work, celebrating big and little wins is how you encourage your voice to speak up. Just imagine walking into a room or sitting at a table and saying hello, and no one acknowledges you. Like, you might be tempted to do that sort of Homer Simpson slide back into the bushes, and you just like back it up very, very slowly and leave. That's kind of what happens to your inner voice when you don't celebrate it. When you don't acknowledge, what it has helped you to create. When you refuse to feel proud of what you created together, it's kind of like that, okay, I'm just gonna leave now. I think I hear my mom calling me. Bye. Feeling proud is not the same as feeling arrogant. Feeling proud of yourself does not mean that you think you are better than somebody else. It does not make you more than, and it doesn't make somebody else less than if you are proud of yourself for showing up today, or if you're proud of the painting that you're working on, or if you're proud of yourself for any other reason. And also, you can be proud of yourself without making it mean that you've reached the height of your art making. Sometimes I think people think that they can only be proud of their work if it's perfect or if there's not a single flaw in what they have done. And that's just not true. So I want you to take a minute to think about What would make you feel proud? Like just if you're not driving, just take a minute and really think about it right now. Just be like, what is something that would make me feel proud? Imagine what would make you feel really, really proud, even if it has nothing to do with your art. I just want you right now to think of something that would give you that feeling and make you feel proud. And notice where it shows up in your body. Feel every nuance you can about it. Now I want you to also notice that it's not the actual act of doing the thing that makes you feel proud. You're just thinking about it and bringing on the feeling with just the thoughts that are in your head. So feeling proud is a gift that you can give yourself at any time. We often think that we have to do something first in order to feel proud of ourselves. And what I've learned is the opposite is actually true. When we feel proud of ourselves, we often take action that will bring us more of that feeling of pride. So that's that upward spiral again. And when you allow yourself to feel proud of your painting, you will create more paintings that you feel proud about. When you're proud of yourself of how you show up for your art, whether that's in how you show up when you go to an event, whether it's yours or not, and talk to people about the fact that you're an artist, when you allow yourself to feel proud that you had the courage to do that, and you allow yourself to feel proud of the bits that went well in it, even if it wasn't perfect, when you allow yourself to feel proud about that, you will do it more. And you will give yourself more reasons to feel proud about yourself for showing up and talking about your work and advocating for yourself. When you invite the feeling of pride, you create more things to feel proud about. I know it's not the normal way that we've been taught to behave. (laughs) I know this, okay? Because I was completely taught not to do this. And if you want, you could just try this on for a little while without telling anyone what you're doing. Like you can walk around all day thinking about and noticing all of the things that you are proud of. And then when you see a reflection in a mirror or in like a window or whatever, you can just give yourself a little wink and think to yourself, hey, kid, I'm proud of you. I'm a little goopy, I know. But that's a fun place to start. And it can be our little secret. You don't have to tell anyone that you're doing it. And later, when you feel more comfortable feeling proud of yourself, maybe you can start to tell people and just say like, hey, I'm proud of myself, just like I'm doing with you today in this episode. Like, I am super proud of myself for so many things that I did for myself this past year. I am super proud of the work that I have going on in my studio. I'm proud of the false starts that got me to the next painting. I'm proud of showing up in every single way that I have shown up in the past year, in the past month, in the past week. I'm proud of myself for all of the work that I've done on myself and for myself. And I'm also proud in advance of all of the things that I'm in the process of creating. When you share yourself with other people in an authentic and loving way, you give them permission to do the same. As Marianne Williamson wrote, we are all meant to shine as children do. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. So sharing that you are proud of yourself or sharing that you are proud of something that you've done or that you're proud of your artwork or any of that doesn't take away from anyone else. It inspires them. It creates more of that feeling for you and for everyone. Google says that the definition of pride is a feeling of pleasure or satisfaction as the result of one's achievements. I think those achievements can be in the past, the present, or the future. They can be big moments, yes, but I think being proud of the little steps that you take every day to create those big moments are even more worthy of that feeling. So I want to encourage you to feel very proud of your baby steps, the teeny tiny ones that maybe before today you thought were insignificant. You can create the feeling anytime you want. And I know it's gonna feel weird at first, I can vouch for that. It's not your default way of thinking. That is why we practice. Simply choose to think about your art, your practice, your life in a way that brings up those feelings. And every time you allow it, it gets a little bit easier. So remember, we don't ever have to wait for someone else to be proud of us. And we don't need permission. It's our own job. That is what I have for you today, friend. Have a Fabulous week. And until next week, this is Antrese Wood with the Savvy Painter Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. When you are aware of how powerful your mind is, you show up to your studio differently. You notice the abundant opportunities to level up your presence in the studio. And when you do that, You stop worrying about whether or not you have a voice because you know it was already there. Now your best work comes more easily. Join Growth Studio now. I show you your blind spots and help you create confidently. Just go to SavvyPainter.com forward slash join.